Hey guys, welcome to Zofi's Tech Talk. Um it's been quite a while since I did my first episode and so I'm back again and it is to tell you that I'm actually back properly. So it's going to change. Um the way that I'm going to do podcast is going to be more based off uh, my own opinions and thoughts and my own rant. And today is um quite a special day i guess in the sense that i'm actually going to talk to you about um twitter's decision on banning political ads it happened last week and it has taken me a while to actually absorb what happened and um where it's going to lead us in terms of um how politicians now advertise themselves in the platform and it's i'm also going to actually talk about um Facebook. Well, some of you may know that I'm a huge Facebook critic and you know, um yeah, I'm a huge Facebook critic even though I use their services like WhatsApp and Instagram more predominantly as compared to um Facebook the app itself. Um of the lot, I actually prefer Instagram over WhatsApp and the reason being that um I guess Instagram is a bit safer than Facebook in general and that alone you know just uh, makes me want to use Instagram more than you know any other Facebook app. WhatsApp is more like a communication app but to be honest with you I'm not really a fan of using WhatsApp too much. It it's just that it gives me a feeling that you know i have become dependent on the whole facebook ecosystem which to be honest with you i'm not a fan of um as mentioned earlier so without further ado let's begin oh but by the way i have i have finally got on a website for myself so podcast aside well i'm also writing art you know my own blog now so you could definitely go ahead and check it out it's um zulfi's tech talk tech talk.com and i probably will put down down in the description for you to go ahead and check it out as well so without further ado let's um let's talk about what happened so you know if i'm not wrong just on I guess a couple of days ago especially um actually on 31st of October that's literally 2 days ago um Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey you know just tweeted about it in typical fashion saying that they are going to ban um political ads and you know they are no longer going to promote political campaigns and they will also actually prohibit um some of the issue ads so you know um this is something different than what facebook had taken as an approach towards political ads which i 100% don't agree with um to a certain extent so what really happened was um you know he just tweeted he said he's not going to do it 
and it was a direct dig at um, Mark Zuckerberg because, you know, prior to this, um, Mark had been going to Congress, a couple, you know, just for hearings and whatnot, and um, they said that they are not going to ban it, even if it's full of lies. Facebook is not going to ban political ads in their platform, and the reason was that it's um, expression of it's an it's an expression of freedom of speech. I get that. I get the point of freedom of speech, but I just don't get the point of allowing them in your ad space. I don't care how much money you're making out of it, but the notion of letting politicians advertise in your platform based on lies just doesn't make sense to me. Now, earlier on, um, I spoke to my friend in in the morning, and we were just having a discussion based on this, and I said, listen, you know, you could go ahead, put up as many fake posts you want to put up in your you know, page. And the only people that are going to see this is the people that like that page and follow that page. So your reach is pretty limited. You know, it's it's limited within the amount of people that like and follow your page. Hence, it doesn't matter if you even did a, a fake post. Sure, it is wrong to do it still, but... Um, it's not like Facebook is going to make money out of that. It's a very organic post, um, unless if they paid to promote that post, which is a different thing. So, um, addressing that, um, Jack Dorsey said, you know, we are not, we are, we are banning these ads because of the, um, you know, um, of the reach and not because of freedom of speech, which is something that I agree with. You know, it's something that even I um, personally um, think about is that it's no longer about um, the freedom of speech. It's more on the reach that it can get because you could literally pay as much as you want and get as many people to actually see that. To me, it is totally wrong to do such things. And frankly speaking, um, Facebook has never failed to disappoint me. Um, you know, they always, always find a way to screw it up. And, and it's really bad. You know, it, it's... It's not something that um, you would probably expect from Facebook. And in developing countries especially, Facebook is not just a social media platform. Um, it's more like a news app for the locals in these kind of countries like Myanmar or India. Um, I have read numerous articles where people have mentioned and even some researchers have ex you know, researchers have stated that Facebook is used like a news app more than a social network and because 
people put in so much of trust in Facebook to get their news, it only makes sense that they ban political ads, whether be it in the United States, whether be it in India or any other country. Banning political ads is the right thing to do. Now, I have nothing to do with politics. In fact, I don't even want to get involved in politics. Uh, I, I like to stay far from it. But when technology becomes key to the way that elections form and the way that people vote, that's when I start caring. Because as a fan of technology, I search for a better world through technology. And I think Facebook should just do it right. So that's my take on Facebook banning political ads. They should. And some are saying they will. And I hope that they reconsider on the whole issue of political ads. So kudos to Twitter for doing the first step. And I hope Facebook follows it. Because if Facebook follows it, so will Instagram. And some way or another, WhatsApp. Because even WhatsApp has been known to influence elections. Which can be quite surprising considering that they're just a communication tool. A very basic, you know, with, of course, features, but just a text messaging service. And it can influence the way people vote. Now, that's really huge. And so, if Facebook implements it of banning political ads and whatnot, so will their subsidiaries. So, that's my take on that. Well, next thing is, um, speaking of news and Facebook, um, last week, Facebook um, introduced a new tab called news like a legitimate news from um world renowned sources and um you know other kinds of proper sources as well and it was also caught up with a backslash because um it found you know, some people found out that one of their sources of news is from Breitbart, which is a far-right um, news channel from, you know, United States. Now, controversy aside, I'm actually looking forward for Facebook to do this well. Because, first of all, they're using you know, humans to cu curate the whole news that you get 
from their app and they're using legitimate sources it's no longer your friends shared it or you know it was a suggested post it is coming directly from a legitimate source so this is something that I'll give props to Facebook for um it's a good effort and I actually want them to um progress very well on this I'm a huge critic of Facebook but I guess um I too appreciate certain things that Facebook does because it can really change so definitely um looking forward to the way that uh they're going to implement this um for the starters they are actually going to just be available in the US and I hope they come to other countries as well because knowing that um so many people use it um I think it only makes sense that they implement this in as many countries or maybe in the most famous countries that um or maybe the most popular countries that they are in so um yeah you know you know they should definitely do that so there's that and google what have you done so last week um i guess if i'm not wrong there was a report from routers saying that um google is about to purchase fitbit and it was a rumor so i thought you know what nah it's not really going to happen because um google and fitbit they are pretty you know they they're very stand alone fitbit has their own app literally runs their own operating system and google runs their own varos and they are doing their own stuff but um yeah it was kind of surprising when google announced that they are purchasing fitbit and i was i mean if i'm not wrong when i saw this news i was just woken up from you know from having a good night rest and um well that just came to a standstill knowing about this so i actually don't want um fitbit to be acquired and the reason being google has just done a crappy job with varos like i seriously don't understand how hard is it to make a good var you know to to make a good watch operating system you thought of making good you know software on the phones and making good chrome os but like how hard is it to make a simple operating system for the watches right to the point that samsung was like you know what i would rather just do my own operating system and guess what i'll do it even better and yeah it, it's true you know the best smartwatch for android unfortunately is a galaxy watch whether you like it or not and that means you got to download like a couple of apps just to run your galaxy watch because samsung runs that watch on tizen os but that's you know a story for a different you know for another day but let's come back to google and fitbit um to me 
why I don't really want this partnership to happen or you know just want them to be standalone is that I just feel that you know both of them they're not really doing a great job in their own in their own way um Fitbit has been having quite a stagnant uh, market in general for their devices because Fitbit lasts very long. I personally use a Fitbit and I don't see a reason to upgrade to another one because it just works. Like all it does is tracks my step, tracks my sleep, tells me that I have drank this much of water which is great for me. I've eaten so many calories, tells me the time, gives me my notifications, done. That's it. Like, there's no, there's nothing else that my Fitbit does and that I actually require Fitbit to do. And I'm happy with that device. I don't see the need to upgrade it because it does what I need. So, you know, just in general, I just don't know what they're going to do. Um, is Google going to shift Wear OS into a very health-centric and fitness-centric operating system for the watches. And if they're going to do that, then, you know, hell yeah, Fitbit was the right purchase to do because Fitbit themselves bought another company called Pebble. I even have their watch. I really loved my first... Actually, you know what? My first smartwatch was a Pebble smartwatch. I loved it. I truly did. It did... It was just an amazing smartwatch. It lasted me for like three, four days on a single charge. And it would even track my sleep. The only thing it didn't do much or it didn't do at all for me was um, tracking my heart rate. But, and you know what? I'd never had that feature on my watch. So I couldn't say much. But it did so many other things. It tracked my sleep, gave me smart notifications... It even had some apps. I remembered I had some apps on, on my Pebble smartwatch. And Pebble died. Fitbit bought it. They killed it right away. I thought they were going to keep it alive. Maybe because, you know, I, I just felt that Fitbit had all the resources to keep it alive. But they just, you know, ruined it. They just let it die. And, and so it was given a quick death. But... In preparation for it, Fitbit launched a new array of smartwatches. And, you know, I would say that they did pretty okay for um, doing those smartwatches. It's just that they weren't Apple Watch quality, um, even in terms of the system and whatnot. But they were pretty okay. And for the price that they were asking for, um, some of them were actually good buy. Not the sort of like pro models, but the basic editions were pretty fine. So, Fitbit, great company. And if Google bought it, they wouldn't buy it without having a purpose. They definitely have a very good purpose. Um, they may just say some words for the media just to keep them shut. But um, deep down, we know that they're definitely going to do something about it. Personally, this is what I think is going to happen with the Fitbit Google marriage. Wear OS is going to be quite centric in terms of health and fitness. So 
the next iteration of Wear OS or perhaps in the upcoming iterations of Wear OS, you're going to find them centering around these two areas. And that's due to all the Fitbit acquisition that they did. And you know what? That's great. Because if you cannot do a good operating system, but you could do an operating system that has its own niche, and if you're going to focus like that, then sure, you will probably succeed. And, you know, you would create your own market. And that's good for Google. Because at the moment, Google is just shitting the bed with their Wear OS. And that's not good. Apple's far ahead in what they have done. And this is not just a fanboy speaking about it. This is the truth. Um, I guess not many people saw it coming. And some probably did. And they're probably just laughing at um, how it is at the moment. So yeah, um, I guess um, that's about it. You know, this wraps up the uh, second episode of Zulfi's Tech Talk where we spoke about how, you know, Twitter's idea of banning political ads is great. And Google buying Fitbit. I, I guess... Um, we got to see how it comes into fruit, you know, into a fruit, you know. Let's just see what they're going to do next with this. Um, they did a pretty great job of Aku hiring HTC employees. And that resulted in the Pixel 3 and Pixel 4. Pixel 4 was a disaster. Um, it is a disaster. Unfortunately. Pixel 3 is by far one of the best budget smartphones available right in the market. Um, and I really, really will recommend anyone to get it because for the price you're paying, I don't think anyone can complain about it, especially in terms of camera and the general performance. It's a fantastic device. And if you're looking to buy a budget smartphone, that should be a topic. Pixel 4, trash, um, disappointed in them for not doing ultra-wide because while ultra-wide is fun, telephoto is very important to Google. So, um, so be it then, you know? Nothing much to say about them on the Pixel stuff. But, yeah, um, let's see where it goes. Um, I really hope... Google makes use of this great Fitbit team and um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you for listening to Zulfi's Tech Talk and I'll be back with another episode. Bye-bye.